0: This is Kelly. This is Jen. This is Heather. And you're listening to Whiskey Cats. <laughs> this episode of Whiskey Cats is a little bit different. We're turning the mics around and listening to you, our awesome listeners, tell us some amazing whiskey memories. And we want to hear more from you. Please call and tell us your whiskey story at 202-760-2009 or email us at whiskeycatspodcast at gmail.com. For now, enjoy these whiskey stories from Laura, Leo, Samer, and Lisa. Hey,
1: what's your
2: story?
3: My first whiskey story is much more rebellious than my husband Jeff's. Um, I uh, first experienced whiskey in high school. Um, My good friends and I would pilfer small amounts of alcohol from my friend Tina's parents, as most teenagers do, but don't have the um, aptitude to know what mixers go well (laughs) with certain alcohols. Um, So often we would drink... Um, you know, rum and would mix like vodka with orange juice and you know my friend Tina's parents were Costco shoppers so they always had ample supplies of you know, orange juice so we once uh, pilfered into a Deer Park water bottle a shitload of whiskey and uh, decided to mix it with some Tropicana orange juice.
1: You are a monster.
3: And <laughs> it is the reason to this day I cannot drink whiskey, is because that was such a horrible experience so on my taste. You say Deer Park? You're talking about like one of the one of the big like that you flip over into an automated like dispensary things. Yeah, it's not like a twenty ounce, right? No, this is this is, is like a something a sixteen ounce plastic water bottle that we use to transport liquids from here? my yeah, friends parents bar. Sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Derodian. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> <you>
3: <laughs> to you know take that upstairs <laughs> into her, into her bedroom to there? either rip like a straight from or the like water, water bottle yeah. this is when I, we were like 15 so um, it, it resulted in a lot of projectile mist
1: <laughs> no no
2: The first time I can remember ever having whiskey was over Christmas break when I was in college, and I was in the basketball band and we got like a twenty dollar per day and per day. But I lived in town, so I went and stayed in the Swank hotel and I gave my twenty dollars to one of the older kids and said, "I want Crown Royal because I thought Crown Royal was classy whiskey because it came in the little purple <laughs> a little purple thing, we'll that bag. yeah um. And it turns out that Crown Royal, that's not the worst whiskey, but I ne- whiskey was never my thing. I never I never liked the Scotch whiskey. But then I, I, I met an Irishman at some point in law school, and we were out drinking, and he introduced me to Irish whiskey. What Irish whiskey? Do
3: you know which
2: one? Bushmills. Because he's from... So,
3: Northern <laughs> Irish.
2: Right, Protestant whiskey. Right. Well, because he's from... Something a valley something up there. He 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 lo- He's from up there, and and that was amazing because it didn't have that that smoky, peaty peaty taste. It was very smooth, right, right. And then of course, um, you know, you have the Protestant whiskey. But then, um, from watching The Wire, you got the Catholic whiskey and the Jamesons. And so now I, I usually keep a bottle of each in the house. Depending on who comes over, I can I can serve it. But the most important lesson. I remember from my first time drinking Irish whiskey is never try to keep up with an Irishman drinking Irish whiskey, and so that I consider that my first time drinking whiskey. Have you figured out? Yeah. Thinking
1: back to the first time. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about
0: your
3: first time. Feels this
1: isn't going to be A.D., is it? A- A.D.? Oh, wait, A.D. B.C., that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So my first time drinking whiskey was out of my uncle's cabinet in high school. Um, and it was Johnny Walker Black because we were in Kuwait. And uh, alcohol is illegal in Kuwait. And uh, the black market currency of choice is Johnny Walker Black. And uh, I thought that was a pretty good whiskey. And I thought all whiskeys were kind of like that. And it was it was fine. Uh, and then somebody brought Johnny Walker Red. And it was the most miserable thing I've ever had. And that's sort of when I began to understand it. <clears throat> there are qualities of whiskey and um, and today like I mean Johnny Walker blacks fine maybe but like I really wouldn't drink it um, it's I, I like something more smoky more um, like a scotch powerful yeah I mean a a proper like Isle single malt scotch would be perfect yeah.
0: So why, why was it the only thing that was available to drink at the time?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
3: Were you sneaking it?
1: We Well, I mean, sneaking it. My cousin went and got it, and his parents were there. So, I mean, it's not like they didn't know we were drinking it. But we didn't, like, go into the living room and say, hey, do you mind if we drink all your whiskey? Um, yeah, it was fine. I also remember my cousin making one year for uh, the Christmas party making a punch, and he put um, all the sugar in a punch bowl with three different fruit juices and then a bottle of Johnny Walker. And again, just to emphasize the illegality of the Johnny Walker, it would go for $120 on the black market, which is, it's not worth half of that and and but man was it delicious in that punch and i think of the people who were drinking that punch only two or three of us did not pass out (laughs) it was a pretty good punch
0: This is Lisa from the Pop Fashion Podcast, and I'm visiting y'all today to tell you a story about whiskey, lies, and food. First, the lie. Anything you see on the internet or anyone I meet in public will think that I was born in Philadelphia and raised in Philadelphia. That is a lie. I grew up in a little town outside of Philadelphia called Bristol, and it has zero claims to fame. But more recently, it got a distillery. And it's called Dad's Hat, and they make many varieties of whiskey, and they're some really excellent people. And they set up shop in this old factory facility that had not been used for years, and it's this awesome old place. And, of course, they want people to come and see what they do. Um, so I went on a small tour with, um, you know, I had an ex-boyfriend who worked in the booze industry, so he was great for connections, and I was always overserved. But we went on this little field trip, and we took my family, none of who are big drinkers. And they started tasting these whiskeys, and I didn't even like whiskey at that point. But what I noticed was that they had some really good snacks. And they had, like, big pretzel rods, which are great because whenever I'm drinking, I want something salty. But I also noticed they had a healthy supply of Entenmann's chocolate-covered donuts, like the regular cake vanilla donut with the chocolate glaze on top. And I was very curious about this, and I finally asked. I was like, "Who has the craving for entomans?" And they told me that when they're tasting whiskey, the most excellent palate cleanser is a chocolate-covered entomans donut because the icing is has a little bit of like a waxy finish, and it turns out it's great in between trying whiskey. I still wasn't trying the whiskey with anyone at this point because. I still didn't know what I was missing, right? Like, I was just a fool at this point. But every time they tried a whiskey, they spit it out on the floor because this is what you do so that you don't get drunk. And they would take a bite of their donut, and then they would talk about it, and then they would try another one. So every time that they took a bite of their donuts, I would take a bite of the donut that I acquired for myself. So really, they were all getting a great whiskey education, and I was just eating chocolate donuts. So now I'm determined that I'm gonna to have to go back to dad pat and actually try the whiskey while they're making it, like while it's in the barrels, see what's really coming out of there. Um but I'm gonna make sure that they have chocolate donuts before I visit because I feel like I'm gonna to need to get the whole experience. So thanks guys. I hope you enjoy some good whiskeys this week and maybe you wanna add some donuts to your to your setup. Just a suggestion. Bye, ladies. Thanks again to Laura, Leo, Samer, and Lisa for sharing with us their whiskey stories. Please call us and tell us your favorite whiskey memory at 202-760-2009 or email us at whiskeycatspodcast Honey at gmail.com. Baby, we'll be back to our normal format next time. Cheers! Give it to me, Papa. I'm all about that thing.